You're listening to an exclusive podcast with the UCLA Radio News Team. What's up, everyone? I'm Sophia, and welcome back to The Weekly. Before we get into our stories today, I just wanted to encourage everyone to donate to our pledge drive, which we have running the entire month of May. You can find our Spark campaign on all of our social media at UCLA Radio, and you can help keep this podcast along with the rest of our program running forever. While you think of how much money you're going to be donating to us, here's Bryson with some news on the Mueller report. You know, Mueller doesn't bring criminality and doesn't bring a criminal indictment forward, but does consider certain public acts that Trump behaved in um, as possible obstruction cases and wrote extensively um, how a misuse of power, especially with the directing of Michael Flynn um, and the leniency that he desired on Michael Flynn's behalf. And so I think that, you know, the extension of next steps, I think Mueller has an intention for an entity to pick this up. And obviously it was deferral to the, to the attorney general and, you know, really, you know, Mueller's a DOJ guy and really wanted to follow guidelines. And I think there's also an explicit behavior of that. This was supposed to be presented in front of Congress to make this decision as kind of a presidential check, um, as a constitutional check. And so I think that like, there's pretty explicit language to me, at least from my, um, my own personal experience of sifting through the report that there is a desire for this to be picked up and decided upon as kind of a constitutional check against the president. So it's really interesting to me when the media kind of paints this in some sort of final, you know, the end of the timeline, you know what I mean? Like Trump posted that ridiculous Game of Thrones thing or whatever. Um, But, you know, it's like, that's not the intention of the report. And the media, I think, needs to do a better job about emphasizing that fact. So it's just interesting. I thought that was an interesting point. In more local news, Jared sits down with his friend, Jared, to talk about a new education initiative on campus. Hello, everybody. This is Jared Caceres reporting for UCLA Radio News. And today we have an interview with... Uh, My name is Jared Ortaliza. He's also from radio, but he's also involved with other organizations on campus and um, you're involved in a in a <laughs> I'm involved in a lot I a think lot. Um, so I'm involved in radio I'm involved in the student committee for the arts and I'm also part of a outreach program here at UCLA called Samahong Filipino Advancing Community Empowerment or SPACE for short so what's the mission of SPACE? Um, So the mission of SPACE is basically um, we go out into under-resourced communities um, in the greater LA area. Uh, For me, I go to Van Nuys, and our job is to provide help and assistance to students who want to pursue higher education. So uh, we offer two kinds of services. We have peer tutoring and peer advising. And for me, like, the reason why SPACE is so great is I remember growing up in high school, a lot of the students who were like more well-off could afford things like SAT prep or like private tutoring. We're sort of here as a free service to make sure that students who don't have those resources can, you know, 
it kind of helps level the playing field for them when they're like trying to get into college and stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. When I was in high school, um, and I was trying to research into community college, there was no outreach towards me or, or like resources available that came to me. I usually just have to look it up on my own, and if I had something like space, it would be um, so wonderful. And especially seeing um, people in the Filipinx community um, have those leadership roles, I think it'd be like very inspiring. Yeah. Um, so, you do go on site. Can you walk me through a normal day with the kids? Uh, yeah, so I go to Van Nuys High School, and usually what a normal day for us would be like is... Uh, well, first we pick up food for the kids, because you know, yeah. when you're in high school, you'd most likely go to something if someone said that there was free food. Um, so that's like a big way that we help attract students. And then the first thing we do once we get there is we outreach. So we'll actually go out into the field um, in pairs, and sometimes we have some of our core students that regularly attend the service like come with us. And then we found it that when the students talk about their experiences with space to new to other people um it it creates a better vibe or like people are more naturally inclined to go because it's like their peers so then they trust them rather than these like strangers from like ucla who are just like hey you want to go to this program (laughs) um so after we outreach uh we'll go back into the classroom that we have and then the first thing we'll have usually is a workshop or a facilitation so most because space is a a Philippinex project we tend to do a lot on history and culture but for me i also like incorporating like socio-political elements today and relating that to like the past so after we'll do that we'll have our sessions which compose of the peer tutoring and peer advising peer tutoring is pretty self-explanatory but we have peer advising sessions for sort of like a more holistic approach in terms of like helping people because how I explain it is like you know you're a person you definitely have like things going on in your life and it's not just academics our the peer advisor's job is to help the student work through those personal things so that way they have like the mental and emotional energy to actually focus on their academics and then we'll close out yeah I think it's super nice that you guys open like as friends and you um, create that bond so that way they're able to like trust you more and you have a role as of a mentor instead of just a tutor or like a counselor that just comes there like once a week to uh, (laughs) give them like homework help yeah and it's like super it's super personal like I've developed such like a strong bond with some of my students and like the way that we approach things like for example like my role is like a peer tutor but it's never you know mutually exclusive with like the role of the peer advisor you know I'm still like learning about my students I'm like learning about like what they want to get out of life what their dreams are and it's like helping them like plan all those stages to get where they want to be it's like so fulfilling and then to see them actually get it it's just like indescribable like I remember I had a student last year and this year and she told me that she really wanted to get into like Berkeley or UCLA and then like I was the one who helped her with her college apps and stuff and then like she got into Berkeley oh my so God. like I don't know that just felt yeah that's so rewarding like you're able to directly help them to like fulfill their goals yeah and then how I approach it is like it's never it's like it's not me you know I the only things I'm doing is like really positing questions to help them mm-hmm. think more critically about the situation they're in 
but like so I know like it's all them and like that's what yeah, makes me more hard proud work. yeah it's <laughs> their hard work yeah I felt the same way some of my friends from community college got into UCLA and um, I helped them a little bit and then tell, t- like told them how UCLA was and like what they should do but I was just so proud of how hard they worked and- in terms of like our students you know UCLA can kind of seem very what's the word it's like so unreachable weird. like it, it you feel so detached from it and you feel like it's like this place that's like super hard to get into blah 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 and like you have these students who like come up with all like these idea ideas of like oh how do I get into UCLA blah blah blah, blah. but for us I think we're just like debunking myths and like showing like even though you're not like quote-unquote a perfect student whatever that means but there's still you know there's still like a really strong possibility for you to like be able to attend institutions like these and that these institutions weren't necessarily like made to accommodate people like you and that I think the biggest thing about space is like we help our students acknowledge like their condition and once you're more aware of like the condition that you that you're in and what resources you have available to you you become so much more critical and then you really learn no matter what school you go to being a student isn't easy and there's no exception for international students here at UCLA some of our interns sat down for an interview with an international student from Panama UCLA is a very diverse school that contains 12% of international students today we were fortunate enough to speak to Johnny Here's the story. Johnny Gann. I'm a second year biochemistry major. Where are you from? I'm from Panama, Panama, Panama. Like the country Panama? Yeah, the Panama City, province of Panama, country of Panama. Cool. Central America, Panama Canal, y'all know that. It's serious. Cool. Dude, how, how is that? Like, uh, It's the best of the worst. As in, we're the best Latin American country, but we're still like shit. Mm. Corruption. Interesting. We get killed. What's it like being an international student at UCLA? Uh, I feel like it's the same. You're just like expensive. Mm-hmm. Just to pay double everything. <coughs> um, I guess all that that experience is like somewhat the same. Uh, you don't get go. You don't get to go back to home. That's good though. That's sad. Have you noticed any major cultural differences? Cultural differences? Yes, I have. Ooh. Like what? Since I work for Rest Life, I got like trained to like, hey, treat everyone like pronouns and you know, just be nice. Or, uh, really like the, the community, I guess. It was like, I lost like lively and so I really like that. Uh, but yeah, I guess it boils down to. So why did you choose like to go to college like here versus Panama? Uh, <coughs> because I'm a biochemistry major. Uh, my goal is to be research. Panama, anything that's not lawyer or politician gets you nowhere. So I was like, if I really wanted to do research, I would have to go somewhere outside Panama. That's all we have for you on this episode of The Weekly. My name is Sophia, and be sure to donate to our Spark campaign and follow us at UCLA Radio and at UCLA Radio News on Instagram. Bye-bye.